Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the champ. Today we have the Cage Warriors World Featherweight Champion. It is the Epidemic. It's Jordan Vucenic. Jordan, how's things, man? Yes, all good. All good. Jordan, Jordan, long time no see, bud. How are you keeping? I'm all good. I'm all good. Yeah, it's been, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's it been a minute. How does it feel to finally make your Energize debut? You know, I'm I'm excited. I've been nervous, sweaty palms, but I'm here. I've made it, and let's go. Let's get it on. That's exactly what we want to hear. For the people tuning in now, Jordan is taking on Paul Hughes for the Featherweight Cage Warriors Championship on Cage Warriors 134 live in London in the Indigo on March 18th. Ross, we are going to be there in attendance. But Jordan, how much are you looking forward to getting into the cage again and taking on Paul Hughes for the second time? Buzzing, it just excited. Ready to go now. Ready to go now, honestly. I, I wanted him on here to talk with me, but... I know, we could definitely get into that. Got blue tick it... and he ain't got time for me no more. Is, is that it? Is, is it the blue tick and then he's gone? Yeah, it's the blue tick. As soon as he got that, that was him. He was just too too far above me. Uh, look, some people change that blue tick, you know? But uh, Jordan, Jordan, this fight has been one of the most highly anticipated fights in Cage Warriors history, especially in the, in recent memory. Like he was obviously fought before the back and forth he's been having online, the changing of the thumbnails, the T-shirts, him putting the Irish flag on you when he was fighting Morgan Charrier. Like, what is there bad blood here between you and Jordan? I mean, between you no, and Paul? I, I actually like him. I, I actually want to punch his head in and uh, get the finish. <laughs> but then I actually want to be his mate after. Like, I actually think he's a nice guy. So he don't like me. He ain't got time for me, like I said, but. Um, I actually like him. I think he's alright. We have banter in real life. That's what it would have been funny if we were on here together. But like I said, that blue tick changes people. Tell, tell us this: when he first showed up with the Jordan View tennis T-shirt on, <laughs> how hard did you laugh, or or did that piss you off? Nah, do you know what? We were at the show together, and then there was talks of us getting in the cage after, and um, some whatever happened, we didn't end up getting in the cage. And uh, I'm fucking glad I didn't, the bastard, because I knew that top would have been whipped out when we got in there. And then I just had to batter him in there, there and then. But um, yeah, when I seen it, I don't know. It was it was funny. Fair play to him. But yeah, what can you do? Well, that's the sort of stuff as MMA fans we want to see, you know. So it's uh, it's it's just selling the fight. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, like... Um, you were telling us that you're, you're expecting a good few people coming down to support you. Can you tell us exactly how many people are coming? It's plus a thousand. I was thinking more in the regions of 1500. Um, I mean, the capacity is going to be around about 3000. And I can imagine the majority of that's going to be English, even though it is St. Paddy's weekend. Um, big fight, though. Big numbers. And tell us this, Jordan. Uh, obviously, it's going to be an iconic event. It's going to be one of the biggest title fights in Cage Warriors history. Have you given the walkout any any thought to to get the venue on its feet? Nah, nah, I think Hughes is going to do that, and he's probably going to play an Irish song. I mean, loads of people have said to me, "Oh, look, you should walk out to an Irish song at St. Paddy's weekend." Blah blah blah. But I just do the fighting. I'll leave, I'll leave the acting to him. I'm sure he'll have a great career in acting once his fighting career is over. So uh, I'll leave it to him. I'll let him hype everybody up, and then I'll just come out and be the spoiler. 
in terms of this fight, the, the, obviously the first fight was so talked about, and you know people threw it up in the air on who won. Uh, look, I, I, I'll say it, I'll say it to you because I actually scored a two one to use at the time, and I had one and three for him. But look, if someone wants to argue with him, I could see it from the other point of view. And um, tell me this: how much does that? How much weight does that first fight hold? And what? How many times Man. have you watched it? I've watched it back loads and loads and loads, especially in the in the lead up to this fight as well. Um, I watched it back more and more. But um, I mean, I've never ever shied away from. I said when me and him finished the fight, when the hand got raised, I went up to him and I said, "Look, I honestly thought that you nicked that there, but obviously the judge has seen it a different way." But I, I said that to him straight away while we were in the cage. I said, "Look, I thought you had that," and he said, "Like, oh look, blah blah blah. It's not your." Um, it's not your job to score the fight sort of thing, blah, blah, blah. And watching it back the first couple of times after, I did think, oh, yeah, fucking hell, I shouldn't have really got that decision. And I've never, ever not been um, against that. I mean, I have watched it back since now and definitely have thought, now you can definitely score it for me. And the more I've watched it back, the more I've noticed little things and blah, blah, blah. But it's still up in the air. So I have to go out and I have to sort of rewrite the wrong that was made. And I have to put a stamp on it and, the way I'm looking at it, it's going to be such a landslide in my favour that it's either going to be an early finish or it's going to just be five-round battering. That's how I'm seeing the fight going. Yeah, Jordan, like myself and Ross are fans of both yourself and Paul, and uh, I think for the people watching the show now, they can tell exactly where we're from. But um, what, are, what are you sort of expecting now from Paul Hughes going into this fight now? Because like, he's, he's after getting, like, winning the interim title now, and like he... Do you think that loss against yourself is going to push him on more? And like, what sort of Paul Hughes are you expecting now on the 18th of March? Yeah, I would say so. I would say it's going to push him to be the best Hughes he can. Um, like I was going to say, I was hoping he did come on the show because I was going to say to him, I hope you've had a shit training camp so I can bat you even, even worse. A lot of fighters will say, oh, I hope he's had the best camp so I can beat the best him. Nah, I hope he's had a shit camp and he's been injured throughout it so I can batter him even more. That's how I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that answer before but look I, I like anything that's unique so fair play fair yeah. play Jordan, um, we, Jordan we also respect you for coming on the show as well I know we're the, we're the Irish guys so like coming on to an Irish podcast to promote yourself it's not it's not every day we have someone doing that but yeah. like 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 before and after the fight we're going to be respectful of both of you and like we want you both to go to UFC and have brilliant careers as well and I think oh, you yeah. are, are set to do that we've, yeah. had, we've discussed before us with Graham Boyle we, t- we think you're both UFC level right now that's 100%. what makes this main event so good and unmissable on UFC Fight Pass and who knows we were saying to Paul as well that Dana White could be in attendance he could give one of his a contract could give you both as a contract Say if it goes to him, if it's close again, he's got both headline Belfast as well for a trilogy. It, like the the options are endless for both of Listen, it's just a shame for Paul Hughes that I'm in the um for the class at the same time he is, because I believe if it was any single one of us, we'd have ran it. But unfortunately for him, I'm in the um the weight class with him. Yeah, I think I describe it as a love triangle to uh, to Paul. <laughs> uh, yourself, uh, Charrier, and uh, nah, Pops. nah. Nah, you can't even you can't add him into it. Look, um, I've changed up a lot. I can't obviously say what I've changed up. Blah blah blah. I have to see it on online. But I've changed up a lot. And yeah, the beard. I was let. I was letting a lot of these guys come in on the fights when I could have shut it down if I want it. Well, I could have shut it down, but the way I was training at that point wouldn't have warranted that. The way I was looking at fights was sort of just doing enough, just point scoring and just making sure I win. So I let these guys into the fights and telling you, I let them into the fights and no more. It's not happening anymore. 
How, how can you change that, Jordan? Because obviously you've been going a, good, a long time. The both of are eight and one. They go, what, what, what about is this camp? Has, have you changed up a bit? I've had, do you know what? For the past couple of years, I've had really bad hands. I've broke my left hand three times and I've broke my um, right hand twice. So I've always had bad hands going into fights. So it's always like I could have punched that little bit harder, but I always had that in the back of my mind. Oh, shit. Like, if I'm going to punch, uh, I could possibly break my hands again. And at the at the point of my career I'm at now, I'm on Cage Warriors, it's like walking on a tightrope. That's how I would explain Cage Warriors. Every fight's going to be hard and you could fall at any point. Anything can happen. So I always had that in the back of my, my mind. So I always would almost pull punches on people and and just do enough to sort of just defend the takedowns, think, yeah, I won't get took down. And, that, and that's just that was just the wrong way of doing it but at the time look it got me to where it got me but um i had a weird thing so when i broke my thumb i believe i broke it in the sharia fight but i say i broke it in training because i had a really bad thumb after the sharia fight and hitting pads and that was just horrendous pain on my um thumb so i shot for a takedown in training about three or four weeks out from the sharia rematch and i snapped my thumb completely and i fully detached it when i broke it and I had a little thing I said to people and they were like, what, you're mental? I mean, I'm always in the gym and I'm always training, so I'm always doing something. And when I broke my hand years ago, I was southpaw for almost a year, just working southpaw, letting my hand recover. And this time, for however many months it was, I didn't do any impact on my body whatsoever. I did strength and conditioning and all that, but I did no impact. I didn't punch any bags. I didn't kick any bags. I didn't do anything because I had all these little niggles, all these injuries, and I just let them have uh, almost four or five months of... um nothing happened and now I honestly feel like a different person everything from toes all the way up to my head are just there's no pain there's nothing I'm just ready ready to go I'm like I'm like a a beginner again like hands wise you see beginners punching pads bare knuckle I could do that now whereas before I couldn't do that well what what a monologue there from uh, Jordan Vucenis Baz if you're not hyped you're hyped now Um, and that man says he's fresh as a daisy and ready to become the undisputed cage warriors featherweight champion and put on a big big show a a big show like i'm telling you i just i I feel it like after the paul hughes fight i remember the first one thinking oh fucking hell i've got to fight him again it was so close and 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 almost like oh fuck me that's going to be a hard fight like and i've trained that hard in the past year i've been working everything i honestly feel like hughes sharia all of these guys i'm at just a different level to them i honestly feel it do you yeah. feel do you feel now with this fight that both yous are actually going to come for the finish that the finish will happen no matter what yeah i think there's going to be a finish um a hundred percent i think there's going to be a finish on my part i mean i'm a tough bastard where i'm from is a bit of a, a crazy town and i can't ever see myself getting finished i mean i can't even envision it in my head i can't like close my eyes and envision myself getting finished i just don't see that happening but I just think it's, there's, it's going to be a big dramatic ending. Like I said to you, I think it's either going to be five rounds of a whitewash where it's all one-sided and I'm just destroying them, or it's going to be a finish in the early rounds. That's why this fight cannot be missed on March 18th, live on UC Fight Pass and at the Indigo at the O2. Jordan, like, it's great to have you on and like have the champ and get the mindset because a lot of people come on, they're, they're, they want to be pros, they want to be champs, and then to hear from the horse's mouth literally is a great thing. Uh, Jordan, I was also looking at your Instagram page and I see that you're about to come father for the second time. Uh, like, how's, how's camp been as well, like, knowing that you're going to become a father for the second time? Well, 
My the little one that me and my missus have at the minute, he's not actually my biological son. I sort of met him when he was five months old, so I technically am like his dad. I've always done everything for him, and his dad is still in his life. It's not as if I've just took over that role. I just do what I do when I'm with him, and he still sees his dad. But in regards to my my little one coming, I'm just just so excited. But I almost feel selfish in a way because I've not. I've not been present for that. Like, I think I've left all the stress for my missus to, to have for all that. I've been so one-minded on this fight that I, I kept saying to her, look, I'm gonna, I'm so one-minded on this fight. And after the fight's finished, three weeks later, the baby's born, I said, and I'll have a panic in three weeks because I'll be like, oh, fuck. I'll almost have nine months of of knowing this baby's going to come all flood me in the last three weeks. But um, I'm just excited. And, and how good is it to say to, to my boy when he's older in the space of a month, I defended my world title. I signed for the UFC, and you were born. I mean, what what a story that is to say to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They do say good things come in threes as well. Exactly that. Exactly. Yeah. Excuse my research there. Sorry about that. I just thought it was the second time. Nah, it's all oh, good. Yeah. I treat him like my son anyway. He, he he calls me Jordan Daddy. So yeah. Can I just ask you a bit about that mindset as well? Do you think that's like? Do you think it's necessary to be like almost like? just solely focused on the fight or like what sort of way do you look at things or does that need to be done? Yeah, I think you have to. I think in this game, you've got to be all in or all out. You can't be half-hearted. I've known so many talented guys that are, are half in, half out and and bet, probably better than me in every aspect, but I always do better than them and they can say it's luck, but I think it's because I'm in the gym every day. I'm always trying to improve. I'm trying to be better coming forwards, going backwards. Um, defensive, offensive. I always just want to be the best everywhere, and and if you're not all in, you can't you can't work everything. You, you it's got to be all or nothing. Jordan, obviously, you and Paul have had some interesting uh, moments. Obviously, you fought each other, and um, you witnessed him fight Charrier. You had guys had that face off with the belts afterwards. When it comes to weighing day and you're face to face with Paul Hughes, and then when it comes to the night of the fight and you're face to face before you know the ref says, "Let's get it on." Are you going to have words with him? Is there anything you're going to say to him? I'm I'm gonna look the whole the whole time. The first time I fought him, I remember thinking, "Head, you fucking wanker!" Like I really was thinking, <laughs> I was I remember really thinking, "I can't wait to fucking smash this guy," and that's almost. That's that's how I had it in the fight. I thought you look so almost. I was tense and I was like really trying to get after him. And uh, but like I said, I've met him. I've spoke to him in real life. I've spoke to him um, on social media. And I actually like him as a person. To me, I'm just going to have to go in and do my job. But I need for myself to put this statement out there. So I'm not going to rush anything. I just know what I can do and I know what's going to come when we get in there. And I keep envisioning it. But how m- crazy and and magical almost of a moment is it going to be where the ref said his final words? We take that step back and uh, we're ready to go, and everyone's in uh, suspense for when we come together. I can't wait for that moment. I honestly can't wait. And you'll see me. I'll have a smile. I'm not honestly. I'm going to be like a different fighter, uh, like technical wise, blah blah blah, all that, and and even maybe game plan wise, but you're going to see a happy fighter at the same time when you're in there. The atmosphere is going to be absolutely electric. like Crazy. Yeah, man. Fuck's sake. Yeah, crazy. You know, you you paint a beautiful picture there, Jordan. I can feel the tension already building. Yeah. And you know what? 
uh, no disrespect to anyone else who's fighting on the card, but like all eyes are on this, this, this fight. Oh, like, this, this, this is where people are looking at. Like this is a, a UFC caliber fight. Like these, both you guys are inevitably going to end, end up in there. Um, one thing Paul said uh, to ourselves was his sort of word to describe this camp was undeniable. That's what he said he's going to be. What would you call? What would you describe your camp as if you were to describe it in one word? Um. Eye opening, I would say everything that that everything that was wrong has has come to light, and I've been able to okay. So that's how we've been doing the whole camp. It's you work this now, and it's weeks and weeks of working this. Okay, that's done. Now you work this, and that's just how it's been for the last almost. I've almost been in a year camp for this fight. Um, from breaking a thumb, I mean, you got to think I'm out on the sideline, so I didn't have to cut weight. I mean, I'm massive for the weight class. I didn't have to cut no weight. I didn't have to worry about weight. I just was in the gym every day learning. And I, I honestly just feel on a completely different level to everyone. And I don't even mean just Cage Warriors roster. I mean to everyone. I just feel on a completely different level. I wish it was this weekend, lads. I'm not going to lie. Um, I wish it was tonight. Yeah, let's just get it on. I'll just fly yeah. him over. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jordan, like having you on was great. Um, I'm sure like we'll give you the final word here but like I think you, you and Paul are both future stars we had Ian Gary on he said he thinks Paul Hughes is the next Irish guy up into the UFC looking at the way you fight the way you stand up even with all the tattoos it's like you, you definitely are a star in the making and like the UFC will definitely be able to see that and they will see that at the headline event Paul Hughes versus, versus Jordan Vucenic for the featherweight title on the 18th of March we're also very excited we're going to be there um, we're going to have to give Jordan a pair of sunglasses as well. No, I walk out in them. You give me them, I walk out in them. Do you know what? Absolutely. These are the talked about glasses in in Ireland. <laughs> they are. People love them. People love them. Yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get a pair to you as soon yeah, as we yeah, can. Say, oh, uh, nice and, uh, I like that. Oh yeah, yeah kind of monster. And the whole and the whole um on the whole roster. Like I mean, we love Cage Warriors. We love covering it, and we can't wait to cover it on the 18th of March. Ross, uh, anything else to say? And then we have to give Champ the the last word. No, uh, just everyone make sure to check out um, this interview. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, uh, hit the notification bells so you don't miss any energized shows. Jordan, any last words to say? Nah, nothing. I'm all good, my end. I'm all good. Any message for Paul Hughes? Uh, nah, nothing. It, listen, he ain't got time for me, so it's that blue ticks changing, like I said, so uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to waste my breath saying something because it's not going to reach him. He's too famous. <laughs> That 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 silence reminds me of my uh, Bumble DMs. But we'll that we'll talk about that in a different show. Ross, silence off there, bud. Guys, thanks a million for watching, and as always, stay, stay energized. Energized show up the Irish. Been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you're doing some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.